This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show, for listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva phone number is 262-729-4128. For listeners in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com, spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. And while on our website. You can listen to the past couple podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions, if you'd like to schedule a face-to-face meeting. We are here to help. Um, Today's topic is going to be sort of a hybrid topic. We're going to talk about the updated changes coming to the 401k marketplace and how it can affect you if you're an employee. And also, there's been some good economic news of recent, of which we want to talk about. Um, but before we do, I want to introduce you to my fabulous co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing? Well, I'm great. Thanks for asking, and thanks for having me on the show, Jim. I'm excited about this one, and yeah, I'm just I'm having a great summer. I'm doing well spending time with the fam. How about you? What have you been up to, Jim? Well, I know it's been a few weeks since we had our show and I had a a trip where I took my family uh, to, um, we went to the Bahamas, which was very nice and it was beautiful. And I had, um, so do I, am I sounding a little bit different than I used to, Tony? My voice. You don't notice anything? Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, All right. Yeah, your so voice is a little different. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't quite place it, but what's going on? So I got Invisalign, which is a, a form of braces, but you can't really see anything. It's it's ah, clear. Okay. And you know, I've got to wear this for about a year now because I have cricket teeth. I, I might as well tell everybody who's listening here that I, I wanted to get that fixed for so long. <laughs> well, I'm Finally. half English, half Irish. So Ex- yeah, my teeth aren't exactly straight. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's true. No, I don't know that for sure. Um, <laughs> sorry, didn't mean to say that aloud. Did That's I? true, Tony. You really have. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Uh, but oh, yeah, you do. There is just, it's very slight though. I doubt our listeners can even pick it up. Well, I just wanted to mention that. So in case yeah. somebody's like, well, what's wrong with Jim today? Well, you wouldn't have had you know. to, cause you said you sound about the same, but just, uh, I, I can tell there's just, I can tell a little bit, but I talk to okay. you a lot. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds good. So yeah, our topic about 401ks and what's going to be changing coming next year, as well as the economic news. I'm not sure which one to start with first, Tony. How should we get started? Well, uh, I think we should do economic news first. Okay. Uh, and uh, talk about what's going on. And then we're going to talk about some changes to the 401ks that are coming that everyone out there who's listening who has a 401k is going to want to hear that. 
So let's kind of tease that and then first talk about what's been going on in economic news. And, and there's there's always something going on. It, it, it seems like I want to say, man, there's a lot going on, but <laughs> it's been that way for a while now, hasn't it? It has. And I, I have many people that are my, in my client base have been nervous about, you know, what's going on economically speaking, you know, fearing the worst is some place that we all tend to go to. But the economy has turned around quicker than many of us expected. And we just had some really good economic news this past week saying that the inflation rate, the overall inflation rate, which has been a big concern for investors, right now stands at 3% according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, when you, reveal, when you open up the hood, though, of inflation, you know, what's, what's really going on here? And just give me a second here. I'm going to pull up something from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. You know, we're down to 3%, but that, Tony, is mainly due to energy costs. We've seen a steep decline of gas prices, of fuel and oil. Um, we've seen just a tremendous drop. So overall, about 17% of a decrease in energy. Now, when you look at all other sources that make up the consumer price index, everything else is high. Uh, we have what we call core inflation, which is everything minus food and energy is averaging at 4.8% year over year, which is better than it was the, the month prior, but it's still too high. And food costs right now are averaging about 5.7%. Although that increased percentage is down, it, food prices are still up. And I'll tell you, Tony, when I go to the grocery store, it's like a quarter of the cart is full and it's over $100. I wow. mean, we still have really high food prices, but when you actually uh, take away energy out of the consumer price index and you look at every other goods and service throughout the entire economy, our overall inflation rate is really over 5% right now when you look at everything. And energy is a wild card. Sometimes it just naturally goes up in price. Sometimes it naturally comes down. There's not always a rhyme or reason for it. But right now we have a lot of inventory of oil. OPEC has increased their supply. The United States is actually increasing their supply and then all over the world. So that's been a big reason for that drop. Uh, without that, let's say say um, uh, OPEC was really reducing their output considerably. You know, we would see uh, a significantly high inflation reading. So the investors wouldn't be quite so optimistic. But that said, investors are optimistic about the information they've heard. And you've seen some really good economic, not just economic activity, you've seen good performance from the U.S. stock market this year, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, we have seen really good performance from the stock market, especially in comparison to last year. Uh, it's been good. It, it's been going up. And I love the fact that the inflation rates are finally coming down. It's coming down. Now, wages are still not keeping up with what I call overall inflation. Again, minus in energy costs. Energy costs are down. That's wonderful. But I'm really focused on core inflation and food prices right now. And to me, that still has got to come down a few percentage points. And I would I would suggest to people, because many people are thinking the Federal Reserve is going to stop raising interest rates. Maybe they'll even drop it. Um, I think there's going to be another rate hike coming forward. 
and yeah. maybe two of them because they were not really where we want to be. I mean, in, energy costs are the main reason why we're seeing uh, inflation go down to 3%, which if it, if everything else was at 3%, in addition to energy prices, uh, that would be fantastic. But I really think we're over 5% when we look at real inflation right now. Um, I really think the, uh, the Federal Reserve will not look at that and say that's good enough. Yeah, I, I, you think they're going to raise it another quarter of a percent? I do. I think it's going to be it's 50-50 if they do it this month. They'll probably end up, you know, if they don't, probably maybe in August, unless there's some really good numbers that they start to see going on through the fall. Um, if they're not seeing that core inflation get down enough, if, you know, energy prices are the only reason why the inflation rate is down, I really think they're going to do something about that. And, yeah. and so I just, I know there's a lot of good momentum. I, everybody's excited right now, but I'm just cautious in that res- regard and that rising interest rates will subtract the money supply in the economy, less spending money. Um, what's amazing to me is that we've, with all the rate hikes we've had already, you know, people are still spending money and we're still seeing high corporate profits. Uh, we have the Dow Jones industrial average up about 4%. For the year, the S and P 500 is up 18, percent and the Nasdaq, oh, the Nasdaq dropped over 30 percent last year. Well, it's already up 35 percent this year. So um, yeah. we're seeing overall good numbers. The stock market. I'm just saying, you know, I think investors are are getting ahead of themselves, perhaps a little too soon here with the stock market. I'm not to say, hey, it's time to panic. I don't believe that, but you know, I don't think we're out of this to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, uh, although you know corporate earnings have been pretty good, yeah. Um, so the outlook is is pretty good right now. We're hopeful, but you're right. Don't, uh, yeah. You want to be cautious because the Fed is still looking at. We're we're still not out of the woods. They're bringing us in for a landing, but the you know the interest rates are up. Inflation is starting to go down, and get to the point they want it, but it's not quite where they want it. So. You're right. I think they will raise uh, the interest rates again. And when they do, it might affect the market. Uh, yeah, it will. And I, I just wanted to mention that to investors that, you know, don't get ahead of this too much too soon. Focus on your proper risk tolerance, uh, risk, use risk management. If you're nearing retirement, uh, this is a time you still want to be careful. If you're a moderate risk investor, don't all of a sudden say, hey, now it's the time to go aggressive. Um, if you're a younger investor, you just keep doing what you're doing. You know, make sure you continuously contribute into your 401ks and don't get outside of your overall long-term objectives. And when things get bad, focus on the long-term. When things are good, focus on the long-term. So in the, when we look at this in total, long-term planning is crucial. But if you're within you know, a year or two of retirement, it's really important to have someone you can consult with that can help you to get to the retirement point and put you in a good position here. So the end result is, yeah, short term, we have some positive momentum. There, I think, still going to be some trouble up ahead. Uh, we'll say we'll wait and see how that goes. But again, it's following your long term objectives. What are your objectives? And don't try to time the market because now everybody's feeling good. Time to throw more money into the market. Well, you got to be careful about that. Yeah, you really do. And so 
Uh, obviously, it's interesting. It's good. It's a good time to take a look back. We're just about we're a little over halfway through the year right now, and so it's a good time to take stock of where we're at and where we're headed. I'm glad we did that today. Kind of a mid-year review right there. Now, you wanted to also touch on 401ks, and you said there's more changes coming to our 401ks? Yes. So now this is going to be really uh, for the high income earner. So people that are over 50 or 50 years or older that make over $145,000 a year, many people in this group want to contribute the maximum each year to their 401k, which this year is $30,000. Obviously, your employer does a match, but you can go even farther than that, especially if you have that kind of earnings. You are eligible to contribute up to that $30,000. If it's going into a traditional 401k, that's a pure tax write-off. So many of these individuals are in a 22 24%, or maybe a 32% tax bracket. Well, getting that tax um, break is like, making a return right off the bat of 22, 24, 32% because you're getting that tax relief as a result. For these individuals going into next year, the the excess contribution beyond what a, a person 49 years or younger could contribute is an extra $7,500, or at least this is what it is this year. Uh, this next year, if it's 7,500 is the extra money you can put in, it's got to be put into a Roth 401k account, not the traditional 401k account. So what that means is you don't get the excess tax break on the $7,500. That $7,500 is going into the Roth account. You you lose that tax break for that year. And many people are going to be unhappy about that. But I'm actually here to say that I I think it's a good thing for many individuals. And that is because Hopefully, if you're investing well, all those gains you're making are going to dwarf the amount of contributions you make. So all those gains that you make in that Roth account are purely tax-free all the way down through the rest of your life. And so while you miss out on that tax break, you gain because of the long-term benefits of the Roth IRA. And many times, Tony, when I do software, I'm fortunate enough to have some really good software programs we can do a futuristic assumption as to where your tax bracket is going to be once you retire. And I'm also under the assumption that in a couple more years, our taxes are going to go up. And it depends on who's going to be in Washington, but there's a sunset provision on the current Trump tax rates that were dropped in 2018. It's supposed to come to an end in 2025. And if nothing is done, it goes right back to where it was in 2017, which for many people is a 25% increase to their taxes. Yeah. So, that, so if, if we go into that premise, many times initially speaking, especially that higher income earning individual, their tax bracket is going to drop. So if they're in a 24% tax bracket, the next year they could maybe be in a 22 or 12% tax bracket. And if it stayed like that indefinitely, you know, the, your traditional uh, IRA or traditional 401k plan where you get the tax break, on the higher tax rates that you're paying right now, and you pull that money out at the lower tax rate that you'll be in in retirement, that works great for the traditional IRA. And in theory, you would think everybody's gonna be in that situation that are in a currently high tax bracket. 
But that doesn't always work that way, especially because when you get into your 70s, now it's age 73, you're required to pull money out. Many of these individuals don't need to always pull money out of their IRA. They have other money that they can use to right. live on for retirement. Well, that IRA becomes incredibly expensive. And when I run the software, especially at age 73 and starting from there, all of a sudden they start going up another tax bracket. And even later on in life, like into their 80s, they're going up another even uh, higher tax because bracket. Because they have to take that money out of those um tax deferred retirement accounts, the That's right. tradi traditional IRAs or 401ks, all that money you have to, there are required minimum distributions on those, on that traditional IRA is what you're saying. Absolutely. And so this ends up putting people into higher tax brackets. And so all too often they end up going back to their, their pre-retirement tax bracket or sometimes even higher. And because we're going to be in a higher tax rate environment, that's going to be more expensive to them. So it, it could be what normal normally you would think of as a good deal, getting that initial tax break. It ends up working against you because you only get the tax break on the contribution. Those gains in the traditional 401k or IRA are tax deferred. That's a kick the can down the road type of scenario. And all too often when I run these numbers, it works that the 401k or the, going with the Roth 401k is a good move and it's only $7,500 or whatever the government allows as a, a catch up for the next year. Um, but I know there's a lot of individuals that are gonna be upset learning this. A lot of employers right now are having to update their 401ks. Now Congress is looking at this provision and they may cancel it at the last second. So if sure. you're if you're an employer, uh, I would make sure you're in touch with your 401k plan, making sure you're in compliance. Uh, if you have a good representative you're working with, make sure you stay with them on all the updates to legislation. But this is something that needs to be communicated with, especially with your high, er, in, high earning income base, that that's something that could be a jolt for them that they're not expecting. And, and, you know, maybe we can even position that if you're the employer as a, hey, this is why this is beneficial to you. Well, I agree 100%. And that is exactly why our listeners out there need to be working with a financial professional an advisor like yourself who's looking out for their best interests and uh, because things are constantly changing and the rules are changing and you don't want to make costly mistakes, especially with your retirement, with retirement planning and uh, your tax burden in retirement. You want to minimize that. So how can our listeners go about doing that? Okay. For listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva number is 262-729-4128. In Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. And if you're also a listener out of state, out of those two, not in those two states, I should say, you know, feel free to give us a call at any one of those numbers. We will be here. We'll be glad to help you. All right. Well, that sounds great. And Jim, great show today. Great topics. We took a look at uh, where we are mid-year, uh, really a, a mid-year checkup, and we talked about 401ks and 401k changes and uh, taxes on our IRAs. We need to keep that in mind. So great show. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. 
Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramen Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to Implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.